record and fix Recording. your problem. Fix the problem. <laughs> fix the fucking problem. That's a hell of an opener. <laughs> I said record this because this is what it's like working with you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bear their souls. Laugh so hard they almost pee themselves. And talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. Because we don't waffle. Yeah. I believe waffling was a two part of your podcast. Welcome to part four of not waffling. <laughs> 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 a continuation of the thing we said we're not going to do. <laughs> okay. 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 All uh, right. Th- I'm just going to wing this. So You don't need to say that. You're fine. You're fine. Um... All right, welcome to the show. My name is Sam. <laughs> I'm Angela, and today we're going to talk about... The top five songs on the soundtrack of your life. Oh, man. And we have a super special guest. First special, guest. Special in my heart. Um, his name is Ryan Witten. He's an old school friend of mine. You're, you you can say something. Hi. <laughs> He tells Sam. He uh, tells Sam he loves him very quietly and succinctly. Well, we've, we've we've spent many seasons of our life together. That's true. And here we are, sitting um, in your basement on side tables. I know. We were literally sitting on side tables using the same microphone. I am literally um, sitting on the ground. <laughs> nice. Again, Sam always is in a better situation than me. <laughs> He's taller. Indian style doesn't work. No. <laughs> Indian styles does not work for ogres. It's true. It's true. His legs fall asleep. It takes me a, a little while to get into that position. So. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get low. <laughs> yeah. There are no fur boots or apple bottom jeans. Uh, <laughs> so let's jump right into it. Sam, what are you drinking? <laughs> so, someone's been doing his homework and listening to the podcast. <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. Take it away. What are you drinking? Um, I'm drinking Glory Haze from Still Fire Brewing Company. They are out of Swanee, Georgia. Didn't even know there was a brewing company in Swanee, Georgia. Now you do. Now I do. And I I love it because of the, the, the label. There's like, so all their beers have this little raccoon guy on it. Ooh. And on this one in particular, he's wearing a, a beret. He's like all burglary, and he's sitting on top of a monkey's shoulders. The monkey is riding a small bicycle. So, yeah. That sounds like some expert branding. It is. Yeah. What are you drinking, Angela? I come with a story. (laughs) I'm going to do this. Naturally. Naturally. Okay, I am drinking Z or Z, depending on which country you're in. Oh, Uh, nice. Alexander Brown. It's called... Uncaged, and it's um, <clears throat> a proprietary red blend, 2017 California, and super fancy. It's it's not it's like cool. There's like this black and white picture of an owl in the front of it. Okay. And my boyfriend bought it for me because I had a dream the other day that I woke him up in the middle of the night to talk about where I said I had an owl on a leash. So he was thinking about me. Um, but the like thing, 
The thing on the back, the little blurb, says the owl is a guardian of the vine, and myths say it is present when the spirit is set free, which is sort of kind of like an an adverse scenario of what I was saying when I had an owl on a leash, but we'll go with it. Um, our winemaking style is also uncaged and takes us to California's coastal and valley vineyards in our pursuit of creating wines that offer big and bold flavors, yet finish with uncommon finesse. With each vintage, there is a pure connection to the land that we are proud to share every time a bottle is open. And here, here to that. It is delicious. It is delightful. I like it. Excellent. All right, special guest Ryan. Special guest Ryan, what are you drinking? All right, I'd like to get a, let me give a shout out to Scott, Scott Shackelford for leaving this at my house. Um, <laughs> it's the only one that I had in my fridge, but it's a Wild Leap Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. So the best part about this is that you drink one and it's like having two. Um, That's the, the best part. Mine, it is. It's an 8% ABV. Uh, the the quote on mine is not as inspirational. It says, I want them real thick and juicy, so find that juicy double, sir, mix a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the 15th iteration in this juicy double dry hopped IPA with El Dorado and Idaho 7 hops. Uh, I'd like to stop focusing on the beer, and I'd like to talk about the can. It's an aluminum can with a sticker on it, which means that it's produced in limited quantities, and it's dented violently because I dropped it twice trying to get it into my book bag. So we're going to open it and hope it doesn't spew all over the, the computer. But it's going right. to be great. It's going to be great. Easy. What does it taste like? Give it a swig. What do we got? Hoppy. Hoppy. Real nice. You're not, are you a hops it's guy? Not, I am a hops guy. Okay. I, don't, I don't like a beer that tastes like Fruity Pebbles, <laughs> which actually Sweetwater produced one recently that I was like, that literally tastes like dry Fruity Pebbles. Um, this one's good. It's like pineapple. Okay. My, mine, the first sip of mine had a very like pot taste to it, which I, I don't actually like in my beer, um, but it's not bad. Afterwards. Pot taste? Like marijuana? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like there's a, Sweetwater has the new... G13 mm-hmm. strain beer. I love Sweetwater. <sighs> so good. And but the, that one is I don't know. If you're into pot, I guess the the G13 is it G13 is that mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah, it's fine. But like I don't I don't like to drink pot personally. Yeah. He's not wrong. It's exactly what it smells like. Yeah. He's not All wrong. right. Um. So we're doing the top five songs on the soundtrack of your life. This is so hard. It sounds like Bette Midler titled off show. <laughs> it does. Um, that was me. I'm sorry. I, I had. I must have been emotional. Hey, now don't, don't look at my list. Back up off. So. So why was this hard? Why was uh, it hard? So, yeah. Why was it hard for you? What for me or for Angela? Or for Angela, let's let's let you go first. Why was this hard? Look, I did this, and I had 26 songs, and I was missing a few. <laughs> Um, and, so, then, and then what do I got here? Now I'm down to 13. I'm I'm still I'm still whittling down, I, and like I don't think I'm gonna take it off. I made a Spotify list, and um, I'm happy to share it if anyone wants it. Um, but uh, I can't take anything more off now. Like we're done now. So I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. I'm oh, not sure. oh, oh. 
a little backstory for the listening audience, all seven of you. So I'm a musician. Ryan is a musician. Angela is not a musician. Nope. But we are we are all lovers of music. I mean, big music lovers is, of music. Yeah, yes. is a big part of all of our lives. Yeah. So we do not take this task lightly. No. Um, I think uh, when I proposed the task to to Ryan the other day, I was like, oh yeah, I think you know we're gonna do top five songs, and he immediately texts back, I'm done. I'm like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean you're done? How are you done? Um, it took me a little longer. I did come up. Technically, I have seven songs, but because I didn't know the time, like the the chronological order of three of them. Um, but they're all the same to me. But anyway, um, so yeah, was it? Was it it's obviously harder for Angela because she had twenty six songs. I had twenty six songs, and I waited until nine ten to start this because I knew the more time I gave myself, I'd end, I end up with a hundred and one oh, songs. Yeah. So I was like, no, no, you wait till the last minute. And uh, trouble, 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 trouble. All right, so we're going to do this the round two. I took style. a guitar well, lesson yesterday. Well, I just want to say, I might become a musician. Okay. You I... took a guitar lesson? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Who, my, bo- my, my boyfriend. Oh, the trumpet player? Uh, he plays guitar. He plays everything, actually. He's just a professional trumpet player. Okay, that's right. He plays all the instruments. Well, you can come on down to Georgia, and Ryan and I can show you a couple things. All right. On the guitar. All right. So Ryan has a question for us. We can also zoom, by the way. Zoom. Zoom also works. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. And more time effective. You're not given there. The, the you can't the... feed off the energy of people. Listen, there's a panorama happening right now. <laughs> All right. A 360-degree fish lens. <laughs> I'm right, not so getting on a flight. What I was going to say is I actually lied. And... You texted me and said, choose your five songs. And I said, I'm done because I had the same mindset. If I continue to think about it over and over again, it's going to get worse and different, which it did. And so basically my process was I made a Spotify list as well. And it had about 15 to 20 songs and I just played them. And anyone that made me weep openly, like full open mouth, ugly cry, <laughs> those are the ones that you're going to get. And then the honorable mentions are the ones that just made me like whimper a little bit. Okay, wait. So, so I'm down to eight. You're down to eight. Okay, so I have a question for both of you in that you guys are both musicians, so you know good music. Um, would you say that it would be better, you know, I had this, I've had this conversation with Sam around like um, being marketable and relatable in a podcast and the way to do that is to like for instance i have this song here i will let you go by jessica aller siri and that song is not a big it's not a song that most people know you kind of have to go looking for it yeah ryan and i just looked at each other and just shook our heads (laughs) (laughs) so like are you guys about to spout some music that like no one knows or is there some okay Great. We can't play it because we're going to get sued. And... Yeah. All right. Let's go. You well, know what? So, so let's do this. If it's an obscure song, because I feel like this could be something that's three or four <laughs> different styles of the top five of songs of your life. But if it's something that is obscure, you have to explain why. Like, okay. what is it about the song that grabs you? 
I mean, wouldn't you do that with the other one anyway? No? Yeah, but if... I think that if people know what it is, they can already kind of be like, oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's <laughs> I like it. Um, I just don't... Like, no one has the same life experiences that you do. We're all unique in that way. Right. So I think you sort of take away it's special, making this assumption that everyone will share your view about, like, the Beatles. I have two Army. Beatles songs on here. Um, I have two Beatles songs. I hope they're the same. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be, that would be really helpful. <laughs> I don't have to do... I don't have to... I, I was actually going to ask if anyone... So I, I thought it was really weird that I had two out of five. So I, I literally have a list of five, I guess seven, but there are two songs by the same band. And I, I was wondering if anyone else had Ryan's shaking his head at me. No. Nope. If anyone else had that similar situation where a band was so influential in your, in your life that you had two or more of their songs. Um, I think I, I think it's only the Beatles. Yeah. Ryan has always been more of a deep dive into music than I have been. Like, I listen to a lot of music, but I, I stick pretty much to the mainstream, but also, I guess, sort of sub-mainstream. And Ryan's always kind of bringing new stuff to me. Like okay. Ben Howard. I would never have heard Ben Howard without Ryan. I don't know who Ryan. that is. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic guitars. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway. <clears throat> I'm so, going to mark him on my Spotify, Ben Howard. What's What's the song we played at your wedding, Jason and I? You guys played Old Pine. Old Pine. Look up Old Pine by Ben Howard. Not right now. Like, listen to it later. Unless we want to pause. But That guy? Yeah. All right. This so, is what Sam and Jason played. Yeah, this is what I, my, myself and my cousin Jason played it at Ryan's wedding. Uh, okay. Ironically enough, that song is not on either of our lists. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna do house rules. Special guests go first. Ryan, top five, Toast. number five. We're going we're we're doing round 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 table style, five to one. No, I can't do this. Okay. All right, so I'm not gonna cheat. I have one song on here that is not. It's not just a song, it's like a movement, so I'm not going to use that. It's like six different songs packed into a 42-minute overture. Is it Shine On You Crazy Diamond no, by Pink Floyd? No, <laughs> it's, it's by Dream Theater, but um, oh, okay. as influential as that was on my musical development. Um, we're going to say that number five on my list is, because I'm choosing from a list of eight, I'm going to start very mainstream, and we're going to go with Gravity by John Mayer off the Continuum album. Really? Because... Ooh. Because when I lived in Switzerland for a few months, I had one of those PSPs, like the PlayStation's first iteration of like a handheld Game Boy. Yeah. And so I would download music, but it would only hold like five or six songs at a time mm -hmm. because that was the capacity. And so I had to pick out of my musical library six songs to take with me on a trip. And so I would download and then I would listen to those six songs for the huh. next three days. And it turned out that Gravity was, like, the one song that kept getting back onto it. And I spent countless evenings where that song would play two, three, four times while we were hanging out or while I was just by myself on the bat on the patio uh, looking out over a mountain valley. So it's a time and a place for me. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, Angela, you're you're number five. Okay, so uh, no different time and a place. Amsterdam by Coldplay. I, my mom had just died, and my um, my then boyfriend, who is still my best friend to this day, Henry and his sister, took me to Greece, and we traveled around, and I just can close my eyes and listen to that song and look at Greece in my in my head, and hmm. I was my heart was in ruins. And I just sat in the back of a car and got driven around and saw oldness and like how life renews. And it, it, it's the song that like puts me right back to that place. I'm going to have to look that one up. Cause I don't remember Amsterdam by Coldplay. It's good. Okay. <clears throat> I can um, play it here if you want it, but we're not doing that because we don't want to get sued. Yeah. I mean, we get like cease and desist orders first. <laughs> so I think we can just say I don't own the rights to the song. If we want to get fifteen cease and desist orders. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So my number five is actually so. Um, I there was a time not too long ago where I stopped listening to music because when I was. Uh, in my 18 to 22 year old period, um, I was a, a, a out there gigging musician. And when I stopped gigging, I kind of like anytime I, I heard good music, it just made me depressed because mm-hmm. I wasn't playing it. Yeah. And um, and so I stopped listening to music for a really long time. And uh, this one this one song, it was funny because. Have you heard of the TV show Chuck? No. Um, It's with uh, Zachary Levi and Yvonne Stravinsky or whatever her name is. Oh, it's like a superhero-y kind of thing. Sort of. It's like he's essentially... It's like 007 or, you know, like... Yeah, that's kind of a spy thing. It's the first TV show I ever watched, like, from start to finish. Yep. But the last episode after... Um, I can't remember their names, but anyway, his like wife, girlfriend, whatever, loses her memory. And so they sit down on the speech and it's this really kind of cozy, sweet scene where she knows that she's supposed to be in love with this guy, but she doesn't know who he is. And she just goes, tell me about us, you know, tell me the story of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and the song rivers and roads by uh, the head and the heart starts playing. That's on my list. Heard. That's on, my That's list. on your list. Yes. Oh crap! Back left. Um, and that's the song. The head and the heart and the Lumineers specifically kind of brought me out of this slump in my life of oh I, I'm not listening to music anymore. Uh, but Rivers and Rose was the first song that kind of. Um, Brought me back to music after years of avoiding it. So that's my number five. Okay, can I just chime in onto that? Okay, so if yeah, you, sure. um, Rivers and Roads, um, it's a beautiful song. It is an absolutely gorgeous, heartfelt song. At the end, they do this repetitive thing like Rivers and Roads, Rivers and Roads. Yeah. Until I come back to you. I have cried to that song. Through anything. If I need to, like, get it out, I go to Rivers and Roads. And I fucking oh, yeah. sing my heart out. And it that's why I chose it. Is... It's, such a, it's such a great song for that. Like, I, I've definitely been in similar situations where, 
you're having a bad day and you're mm-hmm. just like, fuck it. Yeah. You, you, you crank it on your, your car and you're driving 75 miles an hour yep. and you just belt it out. Yep. And it's a good belt song too. Cause it, it's, it's literally amazing. like a, a verse, chorus, verse, chorus, 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 chorus. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so simple. It's simplistic in that, um, in that way. And uh, it's, it just grabs you. All right, Ryan, number four. I would like to remind everybody that your car, just because it says goes to 120 miles an hour, does not. <laughs> 75 is the fastest you should go, kids. Um, That's a callback to two episodes ago. <laughs> it made me laugh. That was that was a good moment. Um, all right, so I actually didn't have this on my list until earlier when Sam and I were eating pizza, and this came on. Oh, my god! I'm, like, and- just remembering the moment that he's talking. <laughs> <laughs> this is your show <laughs> um, so anyways I was listening to this song and I realized that this was the first CD that I purchased for myself like oh. I think I had a gift certificate or something and I went to Turtles which doesn't exist anymore and that dates us and puts us in our place yeah. but I went there and I bought Everything Zen by Bush or 16 Stone is the album. Yeah. And the first song on it, Everything's Zen by Bush. I remember listening to that song and just thinking how massive the guitars sound. I really love the slide guitar playing that's very unorthodox. It's very weird. And it kind of ties into a song that I've got later on um, that kind of took my taste in guitar mm. playing and music to a different direction, not just straight solos. Um, but that, that song, to me, not to get too deep, but I felt like more of a grown-up, even though I was probably 10. Yeah. You know? I like, this is mine. Ago. I chose this. It's not something that my mom and dad had. Like, this is a music I, that I actually got. I have a moment like that, too. We don't want to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Next, uh, next song, please. Ryan, come on over anytime. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Sam, what is it? Tell us the moment. No, it's, a, it's Angela's turn. It's my go. Um, okay, so you mentioned the Lumineers. Lumineers, I would classify as my favorite band um okay i saw them in this sydney opera house and um they did an acapella thing and um it, it, it's just so good it was so so good and uh, like honestly i could choose a lot of songs that are are my favorite um and definitely not hey ho but any other one i'm, I'm really <laughs> happy with um, ryan ryan and i literally sang that whole song earlier today in my kitchen <laughs> look it's fine it's catchy it's but um they uh, the, all the other songs are great too yeah um, yeah but the one that i am into right now is their instrumental which is for fra um there's no words it's just they're just rocking out and it's it's um it's short it's uh i don't know that one it's just a minute and 41 seconds um and they just let loose and it starts off really slow and it builds and by the end you're like i can solve the world's problems (laughs) (laughs) so for frost okay Oh, what well, is that on the third album? It's on Seaslides. Seasides. Wait, is there a new Lumineers album I don't know about? You might be surprised. Okay, I have to remedy that tomorrow. I'm just. It's this guy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't think I've heard that. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay. I'll do that. I'll, do that. I'll check that out tomorrow. Alright. Um, <clears throat> so my number four song is really weird. Not weird. Um, so, as, as most people know, I, I lived in London. I met Angela in London. Mm -hmm. Um... But the first month I was there, I was incredibly lonely, and because I didn't know anyone. I wasn't there. I was in Greece. You were. You were. In, you were in Greece. A different um, Greece trip, but <laughs> <laughs> my um, life is so hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, right before I left, Counting Crows came out with a new album called Hard Candy. Yeah. And that album literally saved my sanity when i was in london and the one song on it that really sticks out to me is called holiday in spain <gasps> and i love that song it's 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 a great song it's it's a, apart from adam duritz's voice i don't think you would really know it was a cutting crow song like it, it's kind of off for them a little bit but anyway um that song that album really saved me from like super loneliness in London and that was a big part of my life and that's 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 my number four. Counting Crows will do that to you. Like they'll pull you out of a hole. Yeah. Yeah. The whole album's great, but that song in particular was just like, uh, okay, cool, I'm fine now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ryan, number three. Number three. So this is the best song off of this album and it's one of the hardest albums to find. Um, but Rosebud is an offshoot project from the people who did Jump Little Children. Oh, okay. And Rosebud had one album that I know of named Vespers, and it came out right about the time that I went and visited London. And huh. so the first song, Changing of the Guards, is fantastic. Puts you in a in a <laughs> shop in London drinking tea while it's raining. But the best <laughs> song on that album is No God, No Country. And it starts with this really, really quiet, sorrowful violin that just like leads in and then the ride comes in and um it's just a really powerful song that picks up and really moves but it's it's i don't even know what the reason behind the song is uh, if you listen to it it's you can make your own interpretation of it but uh it's just a really powerful song by a group that had mm -hmm. one album as a side project that's just i don't know it puts me again time and a place about 16 to 18 years old and it's just one of those things that every time that i listen to that album i have to listen to that song or if i'm going to listen to one song off that album it's going to be that right one. yeah nice. no god no country by rosebud all right i'm gonna write that one down angela number three. Uh, oh god don't do this to me that's a um, weird song it's just so hard um um <clears throat> all right um Okay, I can do it. I can do it. It's gonna be fine. Um, oh, fuck. I'm trying to. <laughs> it sounds like you're having a hard time. Can you go first and then come back to me? Because then if you say one that's on my list, then I don't. <laughs> okay. You narrowed yeah. it down more than me, so it's only fair. Yep. Um. All right. So my third one is uh, Rocky Raccoon by the Beatles. That's not helpful. It, it, is, <laughs> <laughs> it is the 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 first of two Beatles songs on my list. 
Um, Rocky Raccoon was the first song I ever learned how to play on the guitar. Uh, I was I was ten years old. I was I still I, I like if you took me to my dad's basement, his old house, I could tell you exactly where I was sitting. And that was it was my dad was kind of one of those teachers where you know I, I can't read notes. I, 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 there's a lot of uh, of musical stuff I can't do. Um, but my dad was a really good teacher in the fact that he he knew I wanted to play and he wanted to teach me. And you know, the best way to get someone to, to learn is like, okay, what do you want to learn? And yeah, I, yeah. I, I, want, I want to play Rocky Raccoon. And uh, it's a great song. It's a simple song. and the, But that was the first song I ever played. And that set me off. That was, that was it. Once I learned how to play that, I, I, was, I just went off. That was it. I, and I, the last time I gigged, I probably played that song. I always, always uh, still played that song as kind of like an homage to uh, my pops and to my learning. Oh, that's so, awesome. That's my, that's my number three. Angela, number three. You gotta, you gotta step up now. Um, wait. So, are you gonna say another Beatles song another time? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I don't. I don't. I'm pretty sure that like only like. Do you know that's a Beatles song? I'm sure no. Ryan. No. Yeah, no. Ryan does. Ryan knows more music than I do. He doesn't know this is a Beatles <laughs> song, and so I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be on your list. Okay. Oh, so. he, you showed it to him. Yeah. All right. Well, look. All right. <laughs> if you somehow Fuck it. this is a really <laughs> uh, this is a really obscure Beatles song, so if for some reason you you you're gonna say this, I'm I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um. All right. Okay. What I'm looking at here is a bunch of stuff from my mom. So I'm gonna try and like I already said one about my mom. Um. And then okay. But I also, all right, so, all right, here we go. A Wonder by Natalie Merchant. Okay, I know Natalie Merchant. I don't know the song. You don't know it? I feel like it's... Oh, yeah. You know that song. Come on. Um, okay, so it's about, it's a, like, to me, it's about my daughter, but just encompassing kids as well. We, we are parents... And when we have kids, we worry about them. We want them to be able and we want them to be nice, contributing people to society. And, you know, in, in many ways, they're their own miracles um, or a miracle to you. Um, so, yeah, Wonder by Natalie Merchant. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write that one down and listen to it later. Okay. We actually muted the microphone, and I kind of mumbled to Sam if he didn't know. <laughs> he looked at me like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan, number two. This is a song that literally nobody will know. Here we go. So, another time and place. I'm a freshman in college. Todd the frat guy turns me on to the Mars Volta. And Todd, the frat guy. Todd the frat guy. Todd the frat guy. He lived across the street. And bleach blonde hair, really weird dude, but really nice. Todd the frat guy, hi, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and so he comes over and he, he knows I'm into music, and he's like, dude, you got to check out the Mars Volta. They're amazing. And so I tried three times to listen to this album, and I was like, this is hot garbage. And <laughs> what album is this? It's D. Loust in the Comatorium. 
Is that the main, the, the big one? It's the first one. Okay. Um, so this is this is a group that formed after um, at the drive-in split, and so one half of them became Sparta, one half became the Mars Volta. This is the weirder part, and <laughs> the song is number seven on that first album, and it's I'm gonna butcher it. It's uh, Circates ESP, but it's a nine-minute and twenty-second song that has these weird like pauses and breaks in it where it sounds like you're in a dripping tunnel, like underneath the ground and then it has like a minute and 40 of doing this dripping tunnel thing and then it busts into this santana style jam where one guitarist <laughs> is playing three guitar parts and if you listen to it on your headphones you can hear right left and center you're uh, like oh this band's fantastic it's one dude playing with himself right sorry one guy playing guitar in multiple iterations that's it it's uh to give you kind of a litmus test of how weird this band is, but it, how well put together it is, my aunt and uncle took me to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Mars Volta open for them. And I went in a little earlier, and my uncle showed up for the past the, the last two songs of this show, and they get done playing, and he turns to me, and he's like, I had no idea you were into psychedelic acid jazz rock. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what was that? And it was like nine people on play on stage playing together with very weird stuff. But anyways, if you're going to listen to one song by them, even if you don't like it, by the end of it, you're like, those guys are really good musicians. <laughs> so, Circates ESP off d and the Comitorium by the Mars Volta. Track seven. There you go. One dude playing with himself. <laughs> Angela, what's your number two? Okay. All right. This, um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this band. It's called Nako and Medicine for the People. No. no. Oh, this is also, this is a, uh, this is a nine minute and 27 second song. Nice. Uh, it's super instrumental. Very, as my friend Brian, who is also a musician, likes to say, um, I, I like men that play guitars. Um, he, it is, it is, <laughs> I'll own it. Um, but it's, um, the, the thing that gets it is the lyrics. So um, unlike For Fra, where there's no lyrics, there is this full, this is a very like beautifully preachy song about the value for life. It's called Wash It Away. Um, and it's like, it's, it talks about like letting your ego go and, you know, just being a human on this earth. It is, it tells this beautiful story. Um, I love, love, love this song. And I encourage everyone, like if you're having, you know, one of these like crises where you're like, what am I fucking doing in life? Listen to Wash It Away by Nako and the Medicine for the People. Worth it. All right. So... Um, I have three songs for my number two. Well, I'm going to go into three songs, but there was three songs in particular. So the number two slot is um, the song for me. I, my whole list is in cryo, cryological order. Chronological. Chronological oil. It's <laughs> very cold. Yeah. <clears throat> cryological. Um, and I'm going backwards, obviously. So the number two slot was the was the first song that kind of opened my eyes to my own set of music kind of like what ryan was talking about earlier where the number one was definitely a song that my dad liked um but so i had to look it was it was a it was a tie between smells like teen spirit as cliche as that is 
Jeremy, also cliche, and Vaseline from Stone Temple Pilots. I had to look up the years because I didn't know which one came first, and it was actually Smells Like Teen Spirit. This whole time period for me was kind of like one big mis- mishmash. Um, so kind of the sec- the second place is all of these songs. Smells Like Teen Spirit, Jeremy, Vaseline were really the songs that kind of uh, I heard and I said, oh, like this is music that's for me. You know, none of my parents listened to it before. It wasn't from the 60s. It was something new and fresh. And it really opened my eyes to music that I could I could listen to. So technically it smells like Teen Spirits, but uh, obviously Jeremy and Vaseline, they're all they're all kind of looped in to number two. So I think you nice. cheated a little bit. I think you cheated a little bit. You like lumped it all together, but it's fine. <laughs> I said I had seven songs. I'm fucking struggling over here. <laughs> All right. Number one. Are we on number one? We are on number one. God, that's crazy. So, can I just... You can edit this out later if you want, but Vaseline, I'm going to choose that song as the winner in number two because that's the song that was playing when I walked into DT's that Sam's cousin's band... Veblen was playing right. the night that Sam and I actually met. And then we drank beers at Little Italy. And then oh, <laughs> here so we are, cute. Like 20 years later. Oh, boy. And it was better than Stone Temple Pilots. Anyways, all right, number one for me. <laughs> I'm going to go to the complete opposite of what Sam just said. And number one for me actually does tie back to what my dad listened to when, when I was much younger. And I remember that every Saturday morning, I really didn't pay attention to music much. And... The only exposure I had to music was, I wasn't like sheltered living in a attic space or anything, but the only exposure that I had to music was like in the car with my mom on the way to school because she taught in a county that was away from where we lived, so we just drove to school. And so I was listening to like Ace of Bass, Desiree, all these <laughs> yeah. like very fantastic early early '90s, Star '94, which is a local radio station. Oh um, man songs but so as, <laughs> as, I as i discovered and rediscovered music later on i fell back in love with the allman brothers and it was something that my dad listened to like super loud on saturday morning and it was one of those where no matter where you went in the house you couldn't get away from it but there's one song on their album from fillmore east which is probably one of the best performances of the original allman brothers before Dwayne allman died in a motorcycle accident um but it's done somebody wrong and it's another 21 minute song but <laughs> the first four minutes of that song the guitar solo that follows the first verse is stupid it's southern rock at its best huh. and it is on fire and no matter who you play it for even if they don't like that kind of music they go oh man knows how to play guitar right there and if they're from alabama they say and a man right there so Anyways, it's that's done somebody wrong off the Fillmore East album by the Almond Brothers is if someone asked me to play a song from their catalog, I'd be like, there you go, that's the one. Okay, I, and I've never, I, I was never big on the Almond Brothers, but now I want to listen to that song. I don't, I don't like I've ever heard that song before. And once you get past four minutes, once you get past the solo <laughs> that takes your pants off for you, you can just turn it off, or you can listen to the next twenty minutes, which is fine. It's a good song. Everybody gets a little solo. They've got two drummers and stuff. <laughs> but if you want to listen to someone who knows what they're doing at right. 21 years old and just is 
sounds timeless. That's the song. Alright. Angela, number one. Fuck you. <laughs> By who? Is that corn? <laughs> this is something about corn. Yeah, they actually have a song called Fuck That. Yeah, no, I remember corn. It's a terrible song. <laughs> I loved corn. I don't know what you're talking we about. We finally saw them live at Rockville and we left after three songs. <laughs> Nothing against them, it just wasn't our thing. I saw corn at HF Festival, um, which is like a 99.1. DC radio station. Um, anyway, anyway, I feel like I'm just go on. thinking about the youth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tur- I just turned forty. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, okay. So like before I say this, right? Um, I- I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna be able to do a light mention of my list in general because like I feel like I'm cutting corners here. Okay. Is I'm asking. I am I going to be able to? Am I allowed? You're the co-host. You can do it. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. not. This isn't a dictatorship. <laughs> it's a cheer-tatorship. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So I, you had rivers and roads. I was gonna go for that for my first. Um, really? Yeah, I love that song. Like, okay. It, I love that song. Um, and so. I'm I'm looking at like things that maybe people would know, um, and I'm gonna go with um, Brian Wilson by Bare Naked Ladies. Okay. And the reason for that is because it is my youth. <laughs> 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 I had two best friends in high school, and there's that saying like kind of compulsive, kind of impulsive, kind of insane. And I give it up to Heather and Lauren. Like, there's nothing better there than um, just, like, finding yourself in music with your friends. And, like, I'm not, like, pegging it for any kind of talent, although it's beautiful. Um, it's just it's just a great song. Um, and it makes me happy every time I sing it, every time I see those friends, I think about it. And then this summer, it got renewed again um, because I got to really dig it, like, on a Sunday music session with my sister and brother-in-law. Um, it was on one of his soundtracks, and he said how much it meant to him. And we just, huh. like, were cooking and singing the song, and it was a beautiful memory. So, yeah. I'm going to go with that. Awesome. That's really awesome. Even though they're mainstream, the Bare Naked Ladies are a great performance. <laughs> they're very mainstream, and I understood, like, I could have picked something. There was another thing there that wasn't as mainstream, but I was like, I, if I get to mention the other one, then I'm, I'm going to be okay. So. What's the other one? Um, I mean, not that it's not mainstream, ish uh it just was a band that started and stopped too quickly it's um and again not for the talent but definitely for like all the memories and happiness that it evokes is someday we'll know by the new radicals okay i know the band i don't know if i know the song um um i can play it i think i know the one song that they had on the radio they had Oh shit! Bluetooth unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Shit, I don't know how to fucking fix this. But anyway, um, 
it's just like a slow kind of little boppy thing. Um, but it's it's just a cute it's a cute little song. Um, there's another. Can I can I can I, do you want me to say the other ones before you go to your number one, or do you, do we do we want to circle back to me and my desperate state? No, that's <laughs> go, go ahead. You're like Angela. Whatever, it's done now. Um, Bluetooth ready to pair. Great. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so um, Thunder Clatter by Wild Cub. Um, it's like a, a group of musicians playing together as a band does, um, but they all sing together. <laughs> <laughs> so like all 12 of these people are singing together. And there's a bridge in the song that's like talking about um, like the love of you know, someone being the love of your life. And it's just like, I am the love of your life. <laughs> it's just so amazing. It's that kind of song that you would want to give to someone that like means the world to you. Huh. Um, Brick by Ben Folds 5. No, no sadder song ever exists, but like, um, I love Ben Folds 5. I think like there isn't talent that can be matched there in a lot of ways. Um, and that was like his radio single that like introduced me to all of the yeah. things that he does. And um, look, it's a really sad song that has like a backstory having to do with abortion, but it's literally about someone in your life that you love that is literally sinking you to the sea, uh, to the bottom of the sea. And, um, you know, I, I listen to that song. I, I truly listen to it. And the other one, I'll Let You Go, um, which I talked about is about a, you know, a mother letting her kids get grown and having to let them kind of fly, which is great. Um, In My Dreams by James Morrison. It, it was made, I don't know, within the past five years, but it sounds like a song that was made in the 1950s. It's very retro huh. and like mm, supreme-y. Um, and it's about um, thinking about someone as if they were still alive and having a life with them. And it, it like makes me think of what my life would be like if my mom was still alive. Um, right. It's a beautiful song. Um, I Want to Dance with Somebody, Whitney Houston. I mean, come on. You don't even have to explain it. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Everybody's singing it in their head. I'm actually dancing right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a um, song by a Spanish group called Mecano. It's, um, the title of the song is Aire, which means air, um, you know, in Spanish. Um, but it's about, See? like, um, it's about a ghost, you know, that is sort of, there's a symphony in the background, and it's super powerful. And if you turn it way up, you're like, every hair on your arms sort of spikes. Uh, and huh. I think that that's, it's just like, is really cool like that. Um, and the last one that I want to say is uh, Hey Jude by the Beatles. Oh, nice. Why that one? Um, why not? Like, it, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like, um, I remember when I, I mean, my mom had like a bunch of Beatles records in the basement and, um, that's when like the remastered CDs were coming out in like the early nineties and I really caught on and figured that I knew every Beatles song, which I don't think I do, um, now. Um, and I don't know, like I just picked one that I knew it was about John Lennon's son and P McCartney sang it. And yeah, I just think it's, it's just such a gorgeous, impactful song. Um, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful song. And I mean the Beatles, nah. Yeah. That's All okay. Right. You're number one. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Totally cool. Um, my number one song is uh, Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except for Me and My Monkey by the Beatles. Uh-huh. And it was, it's literally the oldest song memory I have. Uh, when I think back on my life and I think of music, this song is there. There's there's a video of me as like a like a six six year old or seven year old when we when we moved from Atlanta to Stone Mountain, which is a suburb of Atlanta, um, and we were my dad and I were kind of going through the house, mm-hmm. and maybe it was after I don't even remember, but he was playing the music. Have to be after. He was playing the music, and I'm just in the living room, just like a crazy person dancing to this, like dancing like a seven-year-old dances to a song, you know? Uh... And just like, just going nuts off the walls, just dancing. And it's literally the 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 oldest memory I have of music was this song. Mm-hmm. And so that that's my number one. That's that's the song that, you know. I guess introduced me to music in in lots of ways, and it's just it's not even a good like no one knows that Beatles song. It's not even a good Beatles song. It's a weird sort of uh, poppy sort of. I think it was on the White Album. Uh, it's just it's a weird song, but that was it. That was the one that was like, oh, okay, I'm, this is cool. I want to dance to this. Yeah. So that's it. Well, that's awesome. What a memory to have. It is. I'll have to try and find that video and, and post it somewhere to embarrass myself. Oh, you should. <laughs> yes, please. Um, if, you, um, <coughs> if you guys get me your songs, I can put them on this playlist and we can circulate it out. I'm yeah. literally Peeps. making a tearjerkers playlist right now. <laughs> 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 I'm like, if I want a good cry, I'm going to listen to Amsterdam by Coldplay. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I'm making it right now. All right. So we're running pretty late. Do we we want to do uh, Obsession of the Week real quick? Um, Yeah, but don't let me go first. Go ahead. Because I got to think of one. (laughs) Okay. My Obsession of the Week is... it's not. It's not really, but it sort of is. Uh, this new TV show. It's actually. It's not a new TV show. Uh, I told Ryan about this earlier, so he's just gonna like fade me out in his in his uh, memory. Uh, it's a TV show called Demon Slayer. It was. It's. Yeah. yeah. So, Spirited Away by Studio Ghibli or whatever that is was the top-grossing Japanese film or film in Japan for literally like 18 years or something and just last year this movie took it out it was now the the the, it's a tv show it was a manga now it's an anime they made a movie and the movie knocked spirited away out of the number one spot and it's pretty gory it's all about character development which i'm glad someone told me because after the first episode i was like yeah don't really want to watch this anymore but I knew it was going to get better, so I kept going. Um, but Anna and I are watching that for her last thing, and it's pretty cool. You have to explain last things, please, God. Oh, uh, 
we do last things in, in this house. So I have two kids. One's one's fourteen and one's nine. And so at, at a specific time, it's usually about twenty-two minutes before their bedtime because twenty-two minutes is the average time of a half-hour TV show. Um, so Declan, his last his last thing starts at eight fifteen. So eight fifteen, alarm goes off. All right, last thing, last thing. We will sit. We will relax. We will cuddle up uh, and watch a TV show for 22 minutes. You know, whatever whatever show we're watching, and and then it's time for bed. So it's just a time to kind of settle down, sit down, and get ready for bed. Perfect right. American family right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> and then we do the same thing with our eldest. Um, because she's 14 and she somehow still loves us and wants to cuddle. Um, and so we, we do that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the last thing. Ryan, what's your, uh, obsession of the week? I had about five cause <laughs> doing this list thing is, it's like at work where I feel like all I actually accomplish is rewriting my to-do list. Um, <laughs> I know. I don't actually do anything. <laughs> Um, so my obsession this week, I, if I'm going to be honest, was podcasts. Uh, Sam knows how much of a dinosaur I am, even though I'm younger than him. <laughs> and in my old man mindset, I have not listened to a podcast until about three or four weeks ago. Um, actually, it's a lie. Sorry, November. Um, I listened to one called Marriage Therapy Radio, but then the ones that I've listened to recently are one from my old boss, Todd Annis. He's got one called Catering WTF, The Dumbest Job Ever. Um, but I love listening to that because I like listening to Todd talk, so I'm a little biased, but he does a good job of explaining what a catering company is and how things operate from a back of the house perspective, not from how do you sell it? What, how does the party look, but actually how do you get it done? Um, it's pretty funny to listen to. For, for the listening audience, Ryan is a professional chef. See. So a lot of, a lot of what he just said, if you know, he's a chef makes a lot more sense. That's true. That's awesome. That's um, awesome. And then I've also listened to a bunch of different ones. Um, there's this one out there called let's get a drink sometime. Um, <laughs> and being Sam's terrible friend, I hadn't listened to it until about four days ago, but I already know the show better than some of its cover priorities. Um, He's like miles quoting and recalling some of the episodes of the whole thing. And I am dying. That's how I live my life. Um, Anyway, so podcasts are probably my obsession of the week, just more from a research perspective. You know, like uh, I started giving Todd some, he asked what I thought of the show. And I was like, do you actually want my notes or do you want me to tell you it sounds good? And he's like, no, I want you to tell me how it is. And I'm like, all right, episode two, great. Don't forget what you said. Episode three, cut half of it. (laughs) I don't want to hear you talk to your wife. I want you to get right into it. So that's been my obsession. That's awesome. Well, I mean, that's awesome. He gave me notes too for for this one, or not this one in particular, but our podcast. We'll talk. We'll talk about that later on the down low. I'm excited (laughs) to receive that. I'm excited to receive that. (laughs) Um, um, obsession for the week. Um, (laughs) Sam Warla like discovery of witches, um, vampires, witches. Um, yeah. This show is for the um the person that was too old to watch Twilight and get involved in it, but did when that was cool. <laughs> and and now I am back yet again on season two. Um, devoured season one last year sometime. I don't know, 
March, April, May, somewhere in there. And um, now I am fully immersed in, you know, this sexy love story that involves. Have, have you read the books, though? I have not. No. Uh, I'm still the bigger nerd. I and now I have a question. But, <laughs> please, by all means. What was the attraction at Twilight? Was it Kristen Stewart or Robert Pattinson? Taylor Lauder. No, I'm kidding. He was a child. <laughs> <laughs> he was a wolf, and he was glorious. Um, I think. What did I like about it then? You know, I think. I so I was um I was in my twenties then, and I think. <laughs> I think I just like the idea of like a high school love story because I'd like to pretend that I was still that young. Um, like I was just, I hadn't had Mira yet. Um, my do- my eldest. Um, I-, I don't know. Like I was still very much entwined with like the forbidden love and clearly I still am today. <laughs> Nothing changes. Um, yeah. I do have one more. Um, there is this, um, I have this, uh, newer friend that makes apps and I don't know if you've heard um of the app um it's a it's a it's a weather app but he's just done a it's called pregnancy af pregnancy as fuck um and <laughs> it, it is the, just the most funniest thing um like I can pretend I'm pregnant and look at all these sarcastic hysterical remarks on pregnancy any mother would love and enjoy this thing it is (laughs) it's the best so um like if you need a good laugh about where you are in life if you're pregnant and you just need someone to like empathize and relate to you in like the dirtiest most sarcastic way um, (laughs) i highly recommend that i do it is worth the trip for sure nice okay well, thank you guys so much. This has been fantastic. Come back again. I hope I didn't, uh, I hope I didn't exclude myself from future participation. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I love how our guest is like, all right, we need to wrap this up. Well, I'm sure listen. <laughs> he's tired. He's done there. now. He's done. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at the, it, there's obsession of the week. Yeah. And then there's a blank space. And then there's brackets and it says outro. <laughs> so I filled in the blank space. And now what's left is outro. <laughs> so I'm just following the scripts in. Ryan, Ryan's keeping show us notes. On, on show notes. So we don't waffle. Because <laughs> we used to do that. We don't do that anymore. Show My notes. favorite kind of waffle, glad you asked, is a jalapeno <laughs> and cheddar waffle. <laughs> do you have a, is there a sweet that you accompany with that? or you just Usually you know? truffle honey. Okay. Mm. Yep. Nothing like being a chef that is far more (laughs) (laughs) innovative. I had eggs Benedict this morning for breakfast. Nice. It was a Californian. It was delightful. My my breakfast was lunch, so I had a steak salad. (laughs) Not bad. And black coffee. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. That's Alzheimer's. (laughs) all right everyone I, I, <laughs> now that there's five listeners left they're tired now they're done <laughs> thanks for listening and thank you guys we hope to see you next time don't forget hope to you like fun. and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's better at this than we are <laughs> it's just branding Sam <laughs> you gotta you know you gotta If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. 
be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.